Blog Talk Radio. All right, I guess we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, the Wrestling Tracks right here on blogtalkradio.com. And uh, this at, actually, this isn't the normal host, okay? The normal host is the founder uh, and the host and producer. Uh, he, he does a lot of things, uh, Lee Houston. Uh, Lee Houston was uh, nice enough to uh, uh, give me an opportunity to uh, fill in for him tonight uh, to talk wrestling. Uh, I'm not used to doing this. I've done it a few other times, but I'm not used to doing this on a regular basis. Uh, so I want to definitely shout out Lee for uh, thinking high enough of me to allow me to uh, uh, host his show in his absence. So uh, if you're listening out there, Lee, uh, big shout out to you. and Big thanks to you for giving me a chance to uh, uh, host uh, wrestling tracks uh, in your absence. Uh, definitely want to thank uh, God for giving me another chance to talk wrestling, which I like to do on a regular basis. Uh, that's what I do for a living, you know, is talk wrestling. Now, I don't consider myself to be uh, Mr. Smarty Pants or Mr. Know-It-All. I'm just a fan of wrestling, and I, and, and I, and I love talking about wrestling because, uh, believe it or not, I think wrestling is probably the best sport in all of sports. And many might think that I'm crazy for saying this, but I think the wrestling is better than the NBA. Wrestling is better than the NFL. Wrestling is better than the NHL, MLB, golf, whatever you want to uh, throw at me. I think it's better than, than uh, uh, those sports. And, and here's why. Number one, uh, mainstream wrestlers, mainstream wrestling, they never get a break. There's no off-season in the world of professional wrestling when you're on a mainstream level such as WWE. It's all about travel, 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 going from this city to that city, going from this state to that state. So I, over the years, I, I've uh, developed a huge respect for uh, professional wrestling. You know, these guys, they go out to this city and this city, and they deliver A-plus performances all the time. You know, these professional wrestlers, they do the best they can to make us happy, to uh, entertain us, to appease us. So I definitely respect professional wrestlers. I, I definitely have a fondness for professional wrestlers because it, it's not easy. It's not easy uh, to go from this city and that city and still deliver an A-plus match. That's why I have huge respect for today's professional wrestler. Now, I know the NBA players and NFL players, NHL players and uh, MLB players and so forth, they travel from, from state to state. They travel from, from city to city, but they still have an off season. All those sports have an off season. All all those sports they have a break period. They have a they they, they have a, a recess period, if you will. They have a timeout period. But professional wrestling they don't have a timeout period. Professional wrestling on a mainstream level is all about go, 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 entertain, entertain, entertain. And I got huge respect for that. So uh, 
that's one of the main reasons why I'm a huge wrestling fan because it provides me a place of escape. It provides me entertainment. You know, I could be having a bad day, and all I need to do is turn on professional wrestling. Whether it's a good show or not, you know, it still brings joy to my spirit, joy to my heart. And I like to uh, uh, really uh, celebrate this uh, professional wrestling that we all love. But this is the Wrestling Tracks, and my name is Martez Al. I do host uh, Wrestle Talking D and a few other shows on Open Talk Radio 313, The Flash, on blogtalkradio.com. Uh, you can hear me uh, through those uh, different channels. And, again, I want to thank Lee for giving me this opportunity. But it's so much to get into in the world of wrestling, uh, and that's radio talk for you. Uh, I deem this to be a big show tonight because there's just so much to cover. You had Survivor Series go down this past weekend, uh, which was a, a interesting show that I will give my feedback on in a few minutes. Uh, you had NXT TakeOver. Uh, which was also an interesting show, and, and a show that I, I found was very, I found was very impressive. Excuse me, if I can get my words correctly, uh, the, the NXT Takeover show was very impressive. So I'll uh, do my best to dive into that uh, throughout the show tonight, uh, as well as um, uh, other stuff that's going on in the world of wrestling, and not just in WWE per se. The Jim Cornette situation, uh, the comment that he made on NWA Power. Uh, I want to definitely uh, uh, talk about that just just, just a little bit uh, before we uh, close out tonight, uh, because I have a lot of I have uh, my opinion on that. Uh, I have my thoughts on that, and uh, I don't know if those that are listening will agree or disagree with me, but I do have uh, uh, my little two cents on that particular situation uh, with Jim Cornette. Uh, AEW AEW is continuing to is continuing to. climb up the ladder of uh, uh, must-see TV for me. You know, Wednesday night is, uh, is, is, is must-see TV in terms of AEW. AEW so far was this uh, six uh, episodes into it on TNT, and I think they delivered a grand slam each and every, every Wednesday. Uh, so I'm very impressed with AEW. And speaking of AEW, um, how awesome is John Moxley right now? John Moxley is off the hook right now. Uh, I'm impressed with Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, whatever you want to call him. I'm impressed with, uh, I mean, <laughs> he's just impressive, you know. Um, to leave, to, to, to be in WWE and already be a big name and already be a big star in WWE, but sort of live up under the shadows of uh, Seth Rollins and, and Roman Reigns, and a few other people on, on the WWE uh, brand uh, to live up under the, the shadows of those guys and to go over to AEW and go over to uh, not just AEW, but the, uh, the independent circuit and uh, New Japan uh, to go in those different, uh, go to, to go to those, to go to those different promotions, excuse me, and uh, hit home runs. You know, that says a lot about John Moxley. That says a lot about who he is. And then, and I see John Moxley uh, definitely taking his game to another level uh, in professional wrestling, and I'm proud to see that. I was a huge Dean Ambrose fan in WWE, and I'm even more of a, a greater uh, uh, John Moxley fan uh, in AEW. But I will touch on that as well. And, and uh, I definitely want to uh, talk about the women's division in WWE. Seem a little bit stale right now. Seem a little bit washed washed up right now. So that's something to talk about. CM Punk is something to talk about. So hopefully uh, 
a little bit of time I'm here with you tonight, I'll be able to uh, uh, dive into those uh, particular things that I said I'll get into. Uh, first, let, let's talk about Survivor Series, okay? Survivor Series was this whole uh, Raw versus uh, SmackDown versus NXT bragging rights. Um, we've seen in, in the past, what, past four or five years, we've seen um, SmackDown versus Raw. But they added a new twist to this this year by adding NXT into the mix. Uh, it was an interesting pay-per-view last night. I really don't know how to feel about it, to be honest with you. Uh, one minute I liked it, and then the next minute I don't. I didn't like it, you know. And I, that's kind of crazy to say that you like something but you don't like it. I don't know if you've been in a situation where you, it's like a, it's like you're dating a girl or something. Like you like her but you don't like her, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I bet. You can relate to that, you know, or or, uh, or vice versa. If you're a girl and you, you, you think you like this guy, but you don't like this guy at the same time. So that's how I felt about Survivor Series last night. You know, uh, I'm happy NXT is finally on the mainstream. NXT is finally on the map. Uh, but one of the things that I, I didn't like about it was it didn't even seem like uh, Survivor Series was the proper uh, title for that pay-per-view. It didn't seem like Survivor Series was the proper name uh, for that pay-per-view. It seemed like they should have called it the NXT Invitational. Because that pay-per-view last night, it was all about NXT. Say what you want about it. It was all about NXT. It wasn't about Brock Lesnar uh, retaining a uh, WWE Championship. It wasn't about the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, uh, defeating uh, Daniel Bryan to uh, remain uh, your Universal Champion. It wasn't uh, it wasn't about a number of things, but the simple fact of this was NXT's night. And it seemed as if this pay-per-view was all about putting NXT over. Now, many of you that, that's listening right now at 347-850-1368, the number is 347-850-1368. Uh, you can call in if you're listening. You can uh, weigh in on uh, what I'm talking about. But many of you will already tell me that NXT was already over before this whole invasion angle. There's people out there that will tell me that NXT was already over before this invasion angle Uh I beg to differ. If NXT was already over before this invasion angle, then they wouldn't need this invasion angle. Let's take a let's let's take a look back. Adam Cole, the whole the first the first night NXT invaded uh, SmackDown, Adam Cole goes up against Daniel Bryan, picks up the victory. Shayna Baszler. She uh she interferes in uh uh Bailey versus Nikki Cross match and she, and attacks them. She comes out on top after attacking those two, after attacking Sasha Banks as well. She comes out on top. Uh, what else? Uh, a few days later on Raw, Adam Cole versus uh, Seth Rollins. Adam Cole and Seth Rollins uh, they had a heck of a match. Adam Cole looked good in that match, although that match ended in a Interference, Adam Cole still looked still look good, which means NXT still looks good. 
the Undisputed Era interfering in that match. Which means NXT still looks good. Shayna Baszler, a few weeks later, interferes in another match on Raw and SmackDown. NXT still looks good. And if you go back and look at the pay-per-view, if you saw the pay-per-view, you can obviously see that this pay-per-view was all about putting NXT over. Because some of us still believe that NXT is still the developmental league. Some of us still believe that NXT is still the minor league. Some of us still believe that NXT is not the same as Raw and SmackDown. It's not on the same level as Raw and SmackDown. Some of us still believe that. But after last night, after the many victories NXT uh, pulled off, NXT is now over, in my opinion. And NXT is now officially, based on my opinion, is on the same level as Raw. NXT is now on the same level as SmackDown. NXT is big time now. NXT is must-see TV. But NXT needed the help of Raw and SmackDown to get over. And that was one of the things I didn't like about Survivor Series last night, that NXT picked picked up all those victories last night. I felt like Shayna Baszler, she didn't have to defeat uh, Bailey and, and, and Becky Lynch. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that one bit. You know, I said she didn't like the fact that it, it, it seems that Becky continues to get, not Becky, but Bailey continues to get the short end of the stick. It doesn't matter that she's your SmackDown Women's Champion. <laughs> It doesn't matter that she had she she just made this recent heel turn about seven weeks ago. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about it doesn't matter that 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 Bailey uh, should look stronger than what she looks. It doesn't matter about that. All that matter all that mattered was Shayna Baszler or NXT coming out with the victory and coming out looking good. Uh, this is the Wrestling Tracks. Uh, this is, my name is Martez Al, and I'm filling in for Lee Houston. Uh, you got to forgive me. Uh, it's been a long day for me. Uh, I've been moving from point A to point B. I didn't even have a chance to watch SmackDown yet. So uh, the moment I got to my uh, location to do this show, um, I didn't have a chance to relax. Didn't have a chance to. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to chill out. I just had to get right into this show uh, with you guys. So bear with me if I'm uh, stumbling or if I if I sound tired. Uh, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go the distance tonight. Uh, we're ready to continue to talk about uh, wrestling. Uh, I'm ready to continue to talk about in it, uh, Survivor Series. Uh, I enjoyed that Nakamura, you know, AJ Styles, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura matchup. That was already going to be a a solid uh a solid matchup. So, 
I think that matchup lived up to the to the hype, or it really wasn't hyped up, but you know what I mean. I think that 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 matchup uh, was pretty good. That matchup was a uh, uh, a good matchup. I didn't like the fact that Roderick Strong won that matchup. Uh, I'm okay with the way he, with the way he won it, but I'm not okay with him winning it. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Uh, but once again, that it was the NXT Invitational. NXT had to come out, had to leave that pay-per-view looking good. If WWE wanted people to uh, view NXT as mainstream, NXT had to come out on top. If WWE uh, wanted people to uh, tune in Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time on the USA, USA Network, NXT had to come out victorious. NXT had to look strong. And Roderick Strong defeating AJ Styles, defeating Shinsuke Nakamura was a, a, a check mark in the right direction of NXT uh, looking good to us. Brock Lesnar defeated y'all boy Rey Mysterio. I was pulling for Rey Mysterio, no lie. You know, especially that moment where Rey Mysterio and Dominic both hit the frog splat, no, both hit the 619 on uh, Brock Lesnar, and then I, I believe they hit the frog splash off the top rope. I just knew Rey Mysterio was getting ready to win that title. And, and, and this is what it was. And this is what tripped me out about uh, that matchup. Like, what? Why, why, why have us on the edge of our seats? Why, why have us happy? For those of us that don't like Brock Lesnar, for those of us that like Rey Mysterio, why have us? Why tease us like that? As if you were going to give Rey Mysterio the title. Why do that? I think that was that was wrong. I was listen. I was getting ready to jump up and down. You know, I was getting ready to celebrate, but. In proper beast fashion, in proper Brock Lesnar fashion, Brock Lesnar picks up the victory with the F5. So we all know Brock Lesnar uh, defeated uh, Rey Mysterio last night, uh, but, but but gosh, you know what, what a horrible way to conclude a storyline. You know, uh, Brock Lesnar attacks Rey Mysterio and attacks Dominic. Cain Velasquez was supposed to be the savior. Brock Lesnar dominated him. So Rey Mysterio decides to finally get retribution uh, for Brock attacking his son, and then he still can't come through for his son. I think that was a that was a bad way to end that storyline. They could at least gave Rey Mysterio the title. I didn't have him drop it a month later to Brock Lesnar, but that only makes Rey Mysterio look good, look bad, you know, look weak in the eyes of this child. The fact that he can't beat Brock Lesnar, the fact that my dad can't defend me, the fact that my dad can't uh, uh, sedate this bully, the fact that uh, my dad can't tame this beast that attacked me. That's not a good look, folks. That's not a good look, folks. Uh, and I'm just keeping it honest. I'm just keeping it real. I, I didn't like that storyline one bit. 
I mean, I didn't like the way the storyline ended. Uh, excuse me. Uh, but we can move right along. Uh, the Finn Bray Wyatt uh, took on uh, Daniel Bryan, which was a heck of a match. And I, I think that was my most favorite matchup of the night. Uh, the Finn taking on uh, Bray, the Finn taking on Daniel Bryan uh, in that Universal Championship matchup. You know, a lot of things uh, uh, jumped out for me uh, during that matchup. You know, and one thing that jumped out to me is that uh, Daniel Bryan still has it. Daniel Bryan, he hasn't lost a step. Daniel Bryan, he can still go. Daniel Bryan can still make his opponent look good in the ring. Daniel Bryan can still uh, be the Daniel Bryan that he was a good six, seven years ago. And and Daniel Bryan, he's still box office. Daniel Bryan, he's still a, a, a in in ring professor. He he's still a magician magician in 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 the ring. Another thing that jumped out to me is that the Yes Movement is still alive, and the Yes Movement is still well. It's alive and it's well. And the fans obviously want the Yes Movement to come back. Because some catchphrases, some some, uh, uh, gimmicks just get played out after so long. It just does. But obviously the Yes Movement still has some legs to it. The Yes Movement still is relevant, so to speak. And something something unique, something powerful about that Yes Movement, which is deep for me. It's something phenomenal. It's something captivating, captivating about when Daniel Bryan lifts up his arms and says, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And something uh, emotional comes over me when Daniel Bryan hits you with that yes, yes, yes. And again, last night proved that the fans are ready to welcome back Daniel Bryan into that babyface role that he does so well. Let's talk about Bray Wyatt. Let's talk about the Fiend. The Fiend, if you will. Another dominating performance. Another masterpiece of a performance by Bray Wyatt. What more can I say about him? The way he has uh, resurrected his career is nothing short of phenomenal. And this whole Fiend character was an absolute genius idea. Absolute genius idea to create a character that forgives (laughs) but doesn't forget. To create a character that, and this speaks to some of us in our lives, the fiend is 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 is, is, is sort of like our inner flesh, okay? Our inner flesh that tells us to do wrong. Our inner flesh that tells us to to cause pain. 
to inflict pain, to inflict abuse. The fiend is no different than (laughs) what we all go through on a day-to-day basis pertaining to our flesh and pertaining to the dark thoughts that we think about. And sometimes those dark thoughts, that flesh just wants you to let him in. And the fiend, the fiend is always looking for a door to be let in. And Daniel Ryan let the fiend in the door last night. And we obviously know that the fiend picked up the victory of uh, defeating uh, Daniel Bryan in a, uh, a great matchup, uh, to say the least. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see the uh, – I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't get a chance to see the triple threat matchup between the Viking Raiders, the New Day, and uh, the Undisputed Era. I believe the Viking Raiders uh, picked up the victory, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was a good move for them to have the Viking Raiders – Pick up the uh, victory because the New Day doesn't need to win. They don't need. They didn't need to win that matchup. Um, neither, neither did uh, neither did the Undisputed Era. But I think it was pivotal, pivotal for the Viking Raiders to uh, win that matchup, and uh, I'm glad they won that matchup. It makes a lot of sense because uh, you want to continue to put that tag team over. Um, that in the persons of uh, Eric and Ibar, you want to put them over. Again, this is the Wrestling Tracks right here on blogtalkradio.com. My name is Martez Al, and uh, I was uh, blessed to be able to uh, fill in for Lee Houston tonight. Um, It's funny. uh, It's like when you're over somebody's house. uh, I don't know if you all can relate to this. Uh, You want to do the best you can not to uh, mess up anything, not to break anything, not to uh, keep the house dirty or, or... or not to trash it. You want to make sure the house is the same way it was when uh, that owner or that person that allowed you to spend a night or stay. You want to make sure you want to keep it the same way they left. Okay, so uh, I'm hoping I can keep keep Lee's house the same way uh, he left it uh, when he allowed me to uh, come on and do and fill in for him tonight on this uh, fine, fine, fine program that you guys should listen to whenever uh, Lee uh, goes forth uh, talking wrestling. Uh, but we still talk about Survivor Series. Uh, we'll talk about NXT TakeOver. Um, and I, Listen, folks, for the longest, uh, and if you listen to Wrestle, Wrestle Talk in a D uh, with myself, uh, you will uh, find out that I, was, uh, I wasn't high on NXT for years. I didn't care about NXT for years. I didn't care about watching NXT. I heard all the chatter uh, that NXT was this uh, phenomenal uh, uh, show. NXT was this phenomenal brand. You got to go watch it. You got to go tune into it on the WWE Network. So many people uh, raved about NXT over the last few years. Uh, and I just didn't care about it because for me, NXT was always the minor league, the minor league, the, the, the development league, as we say now. Uh, NXT wasn't on the same level as uh, SmackDown. And for me, if you're not mainstream, most of the time I won't, I hate to say this, but I won't watch it. 
like it took me a long time to even care about indie shows in my life because if it wasn't WWE, it wasn't wrestling. That's how I was raised. That's how I was built to believe that w- if it's not WWE, it's not important. You know, if it's not WWE, it don't make sense to watch it at all. <laughs> That's just how I was uh, raised, you know. And um, But over the last seven months, you know, I found myself getting interested in NXT a little bit more, you know, getting interested in understanding who is uh, what's my man named Ciampa, you know, uh, getting interested in seeing who's Johnny Gargano, getting interested in in Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, Adam Cole, to name a few. And with that being said, last night, I mean, Saturday night was the first ever NXT pay-per-view that I saw in its entirety. And the reason I decided to stop what I was doing and watch that pay-per-view in its entirety was the simple fact that NXT has impressed me through this whole invasion angle. NXT has showed me that they are just as big time as the main roster cats on Raw and SmackDown. I like the flavor that NXT brings to the mix. NXT is just so it's so innocent to me. It's almost like NXT is the underdog that you want to root for. But again, like I said earlier, NXT for me was always the minor league system, and I didn't care to watch it. Especially in baseball, I don't care to uh, watch AAA baseball. I don't care to watch a minor league baseball. NBA, I don't care to watch the G League, which is the minor league system in the NBA. Hockey, I don't care about watching the minor league hockey because it's not mainstream. And for me, NXT is no longer the minor league system. They're no longer the developmental system. NXT is officially the third mainstream brand that WWE has. NXT is now on the same level as Raw, on the same level as SmackDown. NXT is now must-see TV on Wednesday nights. It helped out that Finn Balor moved over to NXT, and I, I, I suspect we're going to see many, many other mainstream Raw SmackDown talent move over to NXT just to give it that extra oomph. Because obviously NXT, they still need help to ascend, especially with this Wednesday Night Wars that they so-called having with AEW. You know, they eventually they're going to bring out the big guns, okay? Eventually they will. But to go back to NXT TakeOver, I thought it was a, a great pay-per-view. I thought the Finn Balor versus uh, Adam, what's the name? Uh, Matt Riddle matchup was sensational. Through the roof. It was high octane. It was fast paced. It was uh, in your face. It was entertaining from start to finish. 
it was a great story that was told by Finn Balor and Matt Riddle. They told a heck of a story in the ring. I found myself very impressed with those two guys. Um, what else? Um, the, the women's uh, <laughs> yeah, the women's uh, war games matchup was it was straight up gangster. Straight up gangster. I have no complaints about that. I have no complaints about the way it went down. Uh, that matchup had me on the edge of my seat for the whole match because those females they did their thing. Those females they they put it down. You know they 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 uh, they sold that match. They made that match believable. And that's all you can do as a professional wrestler. Is uh that that's the goal of professional wrestling is make your make sure your match comes off believable. Make sure your match resonates with those that are watching. Make sure the match uh, connects with, with those that are watching. And it, it, it and they did last. They, they did last. Uh, excuse me. They they succeeded at that on a Saturday night. Uh, those women did. Let's talk about the the male. Uh, the male, the males, uh, the male war games. Oh my God! What, what more can I say about that? We already have seen the ending a thousand times with uh, Champa and uh, Adam Cole um, jumping off the uh, top of the cage into the tables to end the match with uh, Champa picking up the victory for for his team. Um, and what about Kevin Owens making a surprise appearance uh, to team up with uh, Ciampa uh, to take on the NXT, to take on the Undisputed Era? And like I said earlier, that whole pay-per-view was sensational. One of the pay-per-views that I will Go back and watch one of because I usually don't go back and watch a pay per view uh, a second time. Once I see it, I see it, and that's it. But that NXT takeover from uh, Saturday night is one of those pay per views that I do find that I will go back and watch it because it was so good. If you're listening and you want to call in and weigh in on anything that I'm saying, the phone number is 347-850-1368. The phone number is uh, 347-850-1368. And uh, definitely thank you for bearing with me tonight. I know it's uh, late. I usually don't do shows this late, so I'm trying to uh, (laughs) stay up as much as possible. I'm trying to uh, find that... uh, Enter energy, if you will, so I can finish off the show successfully uh, tonight right here on uh, blogtalkradio.com, uh, Wrestling Tracks, uh, um, pulling in for my man Lee Houston. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we talked about Survivor Series. Uh, let's get back to Survivor Series. Uh, I want to talk about this women's 5-on-5 match at the Triple Threat. Uh, elimination five on five on five matchup between uh, Raw's women, Raw women's team led by uh, Charlotte, the SmackDown women's team led by Sasha Banks, 
and the NXT women's team led by uh, Rhea, Rhea Ripley. The match, and I, I'm not here to poo-poo on the match, but the match was stale. The match was lackluster. The match didn't have any. It lacked uh, energy. It lacked passion. The matchup lacked entertainment. Now, the last, the matchup was just too staged for my good. It was too, it was overly acting. It was overly choreographed. And I was quite frankly like disappointed in it that that match didn't uh, uh, do as well as I thought it would do. The men's five on five on five matchup was pretty good. But the winner in that matchup was Keith Lee. Keith Lee put on the show in that five on five on five matchup. To the point to where people are talking about Keith Lee Keith Lee right now. You know, to the point to where people are raving about Keith Lee and people are uh clamoring that he get a push up to the main roster because uh people are just uh, excited about Keith Lee and for those casual wrestling fans that never had a chance to watch Keith Lee uh, in a uh, on a mainstream level, you had a chance to watch him last night and boy oh boy oh boy did he deliver you know did he deliver Keith Lee, Keith Lee is big, big time right now and uh, I can see him ascending uh, to, to the top he ever gets called up to the main roster, and if he if he stays at NXT, uh, I think he'll be an NXT champion pretty 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 really soon because uh, it seems like Triple H is making all the right decisions, making all the right moves, and if he does stay in NXT, I know Triple H will probably uh, give him that belt uh, sooner than later. Again, this is uh, Wrestling Tracks. My name is uh, Marquez Allen. I'm filling in for uh, Lee Houston. Uh, like I said, I, I, I don't often uh, fill in for other people on their own show, but I thank Lee for um, giving me the invitation to fill in for him tonight. I didn't get a chance to see Raw or SmackDown tonight yet, but I'm pretty sure it was an intriguing show, to say the least. Uh, but I want to talk about the women's division in WWE. And I think the women's division is stale right now. And it's stale because we see the same women being uh, pushed in our face. And mind you, I like these women. I like Charlotte. She's the best. She's one of the top five wrestlers, men or women, in, in the whole world to me. I think Charlotte, I think the world of Charlotte. I think Charlotte Fizz, she's, she's she's just super, super good. But I think She's being pushed in our face too much. Sasha Banks, she's a, and that's my that's my girl, Sasha Banks. That's my favorite female wrestler, Sasha Banks. But she's been pushed in our face. Bailey is, Becky is, and much as those women are great, I think it's time that we see new women added to the mix. Because if WWE is not careful, people will stop caring about these women. Wrestling. That's just my opinion. I think they need to add new women. 
need to be new women as champions. I thought by now Lacey Evans would have a belt on her. <laughs> but she hasn't. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Nikki Cross with the belt on her. I don't know when that will happen. But I'm afraid that the women's division is just simply stale right now. Because it seems like we see the same old matches by the same old people. And quite frankly, I think the women need a dose of Ronda Rousey. I think the women, <laughs> much as I love Becky Lynch, and I, I enjoyed Becky Lynch last year, but she's, she's beginning to be a little bit long in the tooth. And I, I can say that because I'm still a Becky Lynch fan. I'm still a fan of Becky Lynch. I, I found her to be uh, a phenomenal wrestler. I found her to still be a great promo artist. She's still good on the mic. But it's, it's too much, too much, too much Becky. So I'm interested to see where they go from here. I can't wait to see Liv Morgan return. I would like to see her get a push. I don't know if she's going to return as a Sister Abigail or I don't know if she's going to return as just a, a totally different. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be the opposite of a sister Abigail. I don't know what the plan is for Liv Morgan, but I know that she will be changing her gimmick. From what I read, that she will her gimmick will be changed. So uh, I look forward for to her uh, receiving a belt somewhere down somewhere down the line. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, athletic. Lacey Evans, she's good on the mic. Lacey Evans, she has a good gimmick. Lacey Evans, she's big time. Lacey Evans is uh, one of my favorite performers that they have right now. And Lacey Evans is someone that I would absolutely want to see uh, with a belt. Why not Lacey Evans? <laughs> She's a, she's a great heel. And what I like about Lacey Evans, she's always in character. You know, even when she's not on uh, TV, even when she's uh, the autograph signings, <laughs> when she's doing uh, promotions for WWE, she's still in character. She doesn't break character most of the time. That's one of the things I like about Lacey Evans. Uh, Ruby Wright, whenever she gets healed up and she comes back, I hope we can get a Ruby Ruby Wright uh, push. You know, Ruby Wright is one of the more forgotten about performers that WWE has right now. She just is. She's one of the more uh, underrated talent in the women's division. And unfortunately she got injured, but when she whenever she comes back, whenever she uh gets healed up one hundred percent, I will be clamoring for her 
to get another for her to get a shot at a championship of her to win the championship. So to sum this up, the WWE women's division needs an injection. They need <laughs> some new energy, some they need new blood. Because what they're doing right now is played out. Is absolutely played out. And I'm not I'm not trying to dog nobody out. I'm not trying to talk bad about WWE. I'm not trying to act like I will write storylines better. That's not the kind of game I play. But I will say this. If they're not careful, that women's division will be an afterthought in the next couple of years. And you heard it here first tonight. If they're not careful, if they don't continue to invest in that women's division, the women's division will be the same as it was back in the late 90s, early 2000s, in afterthought. Because I'm watching this right now. The women's matches are are not even uh, long like they were the last few years. The, the women's matches are, are uh, seen, are, are, uh, how should I put this? Women's matches are uh, not, uh, I want to make sure I say this correctly. They're quicker. Yeah, I'm using the word quicker. They're quicker than they've been in in recent recent memory. The matches are ending faster. The matches are not lasting long like they have been in recent, recent memory. And I think that's in large part to... WWE officials, whether you want to say Vince or whoever, they don't value <laughs> the women like that anymore. Now, I know some of y'all probably think I'm crazy. You think I'm crazy for saying that. And I, I even I think I'm crazy for saying it, but there's something that needs to be said because I feel like I see that. This is the wrestling tracks. I don't know. I've said that a number of times. This is wrestling tracks with uh, Martez filling in for your regular host, Lee Houston. Special thanks, big ups to Lee Houston for uh, uh, asking me to do this show and giving me a chance to do this show. I don't take it lightly uh, to come in another man's house and eat up his food and sleep on his couch and this, that, and the third. So I definitely appreciate you for uh, thinking. Uh, high enough of me to, to talk wrestling. Uh, and you can hear me on Wrestle Talking in D um, a couple times out the week. Uh, we try to do a show a couple times out the week on Wrestle Talking to D. So if you if you ever uh, not listening to Lee, feel free to listen to Wrestle Talking D when you get a chance. Uh, wow. What can I say about Jim Cornette? Hmm. I think it's kind of sad that Jim Cornette would not be on NWA Power any longer because I I grew to like Jim Cornette in that role as he is used to doing, you know, with uh, other promotions, WWE and uh, uh, the old NWA. Jim Cornette was used to being on the broadcast booth. And I think NWA Power will miss him because it was just entertainment pleasure and shock value. 
But Jim Cornette did a stupid thing. Jim Cornette made a stupid comment, and Jim Cornette is no more in NWA. He gone. <laughs> he gone. He out the door because he made a he made a racial comment. And you know we live in an age where people. They get offended about everything, and, and they, they get offended about that. And I'm not, I'm not justifying what he did, and I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, defend him because he he shouldn't have said it at all. But uh, there's a lot of people out there that that, that that will eat you alive if you offend him, offend them. And that's exactly what happened to Cornette. Somebody heard what he said and uh, went off. Uh, it didn't take long before NWA pulled that episode off YouTube last week. And it didn't take long before uh, uh, Cornette uh, was let go or resigned, whatever you want to call it. Now, if I was WWE, I would try to go after Jim Cornette in a heartbeat. Put him on that raw broadcast booth with the king. But it might be too soon to uh, bring somebody with that much baggage, with that much uh, negative uh, energy, negative history <coughs> onto a, uh, <coughs> a show that's already receiving negativity uh, in the show of Raw. You know, people have already... People are always uh, uh, talking about how bad Raw is and <laughs> how bad the uh, broadcast group is. So, uh, bringing Cornette on might cause even more problems. Uh, as I prepare to close tonight, I want to thank uh, Lee for giving me the opportunity to talk wrestling on him airwaves. Uh, just going to do our show tonight for you all. Uh, once again, I appreciate Lee because uh, he didn't have to. Uh, uh, asked me to do this, but he did, and I, I thank him for uh, thinking high enough for me to do the show. Uh, I'm going to take a look at Raw tonight. Before I go to bed, I'm going to look at uh, Raw, uh, see uh, what happened tonight. Um, hopefully some uh, explosive things go down tonight. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's a good show, because uh, you never know with Raw. They'll give you a good, a good show, and then the next five shows will be horrible. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't get WWE sometimes. I don't. I don't understand how they can be uh, as physical as. Uh, excuse me. Uh, not physical. I don't, I don't understand why WWE can't can be uh, as consistent. You know, in terms of delivering uh, good shows. Okay. Uh, this is the wrestling chat. I'm officially hitting the wall. I'm getting tired. I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> Uh, so I don't want to uh, destroy Lee's show. I uh, want Lee to come back to his show and is standing uh, with the same two legs it was standing with when he left it. Uh, once again, thank you, Lee. Uh, this is Rust. This is the Wrestling Tracks right here on BlogTalkRadio.com. Everybody, God bless you and have a good night.